So, uh, please, uh, once again, generate the motivation of bodhicitta, thinking of all sentient beings who have been our parents. So with the, to uh, have the motivation to listen to these teachings for the, um, in order to uh, liberate all those sentient beings, to be able to lead all of them to a state of liberation. So the text we're studying is the Mahayana Uttara Tantra Shastra, and we are in the third of the four sections of its explanation, and which is uh, presented in, in three parts. It's first a presentation of the of the body of the scripture, then the limbs, and the conclusion we are in the presentation of uh, the limbs, which is presented in two parts. It's first presentation of the three jewels, the result to be attained, and then uh, the four remaining sections, the ways to attain this fruition. We are in the second part, um, which is um, presented in three parts. It's first presenting of uh, a presentation of aspects which are common to all four. There's an individual presentation of uh, each. And um, then there's um, a presentation of the benefits. So we're in the second individual presentation of each. And we reach uh, the uh, second uh, topic, which is enlightenment, uh, the essential nature of the realization. Um, enlightenment is presented in three parts. It's first, the enlightenment, the essence of what is realized when that element is free of all obscurations, and uh, present, which is um, a brief uh, presentation of the different topics that are going to be explained. Then there's a summary um, of how they are explained, and then there's uh, com combining them in a detailed explanation of pre presenting all of them uh, in a detailed explanation. So this is uh, the point we're reaching the explanation, this uh, third point, which is presented in eight sections. There are eight topics. The essential nature is caused, the result, the action, the possession, the occurrence, the uh, permanence and inconceivability, which are presented in, sex in seven sections since the, uh, the first two, the essential nature and the cause are presented together. 
And so we've uh, covered uh, so this first section, as well as the second, which is an explanation of the result of fruition, that is the freedom from defilements. And now we've uh, reached the third um, section in our explanation, that is the presentation of the function of enlightenment or action. Dolly え、やむしゃ、だんだ、うん、自宅編で、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え、え
action of function, which is uh, uh, explanation and presentation of the two benefit. There's a benefit for oneself and a benefit of others. Um, Presenting two parts. First, a brief uh, presentation and then a detailed explanation. So first, the uh, brief um, presentation of how the two benefits are accomplished. Mm. <coughs> so the... Um, the kaya of liberation is uncontaminated elimination. The dharmakaya is all-inclusive, uh, is primordial wisdom. So um, there is, remember yesterday we spoke about the, uh, these two kayas, the kaya of liberation and uh, the, uh, the dharmakaya. So the, da- uh, the, ka- um, the kaya of liberation correspond to the uh, uncontaminated elimination that corresponds to the aspect of uh, untaintedness, uh, the aspect of elimination, whereas the uh, the what we call the dharmakaya is correspond to uh, the aspect of all pervasiveness, this uh, which is basically the aspect of uh, primordial wisdom or uh, realization. These two together constitute an ever imperishable phenomenal uh, entity. So. The um um So here these two together constitute is an ever imperishable phenomenal entity. Phenomenal entity is a translation for uh, churchin. As you remember, you know, we had um, churchin, the uh, phenomena, as opposed to uh, churni, the nature. But here, the term churchin is not understood in this way. It's not churchin phenomena as opposed to churni, uh, the nature. It is actually uh, means that. Um, it is something that has this kind of characteristics, so it, it, it could be also translated as its nature, basically. Churchin would refer more to its nature, Ranshin uh, in Tibetan. So it has, Ranshin um, Chen, it has this nature, or it has this Churchin, uh, this uh, uh, characteristic. It is, um, or those two, basically together, are um, uh, an ever imperishable, um, have an I- ever imperishable nature. So they are, by nature, ever imperishable. Maybe uh, would be a little bit um, um, better. <coughs> and so, uh, and this is this will be uh, explained um, uh, later. This aspect of uh, um, being uh, imperishable, being stable, uh, not being um, uh, not uh, could something that cannot be destroyed. Um, it is um, stable as there is no aging, peaceful as there is no sickness, and permanent, uh, permanent as there is no birth, and without, without transfer as there, as there is no death. 
So, and it is uh, the basis for all the perfect positive properties of uh, the benefit of others. And so, this is the. Uh, um, um, so it is. Uh, it has this uh, those qualities that were um, that are mentioned in in the in the root text and that explain here of uh, the stability and of uh, peaceful. So it says um, it is said to be stable because there is no aging. So at the level of uh, this uh, chaos is no aging at the level of enlightenment itself. It is peaceful because no sickness permanent, because no birth, and without transfer, because there is no death. And it is uh, the basis for all the perfect positive uh, properties of the benefit of others. So all the uh, um, the positive qualities that there are, the positive things that there are in the world, those uh, what we call, um, literally translated, would be white dharmas. So those, all those uh, virtuous uh phenomena, actions that are uh, benefiting sentient beings, that lead sentient beings, that lead bodhisattvas towards uh, enlightenment, they all uh, come from this. They all come from that uh, ultimate state of enlightenment. And so it is also the, it is the basis for um, the benefit of others. え、三十千年で中日だわ、新度の中社場ちゃうわ。で、中日で新日社場そう。で、だべ三十で呃,給我打吧,一緒的就是我們不是,所以大家給我打吧是呢,將就先把天座呢,做將就先把天座寫用給我了。這個到我們不是所以就你的兩種用的,就這是呢,將就先把呃,那個,所以三年被寫吧,
so in the same way that um, so the um, the Buddha nature so uh, this um, mm, the Buddha uh, the Buddhahood uh, Tathagata um, is um, allows uh, things uh, to manifest in the way that uh, um, uh, space also those qualities to unfold in the way that space allows of, uh, things to manifest that is it is only because of space that we are able to to move to uh, accomplish any actions it, uh, it is possible for uh, things uh, to arise it is because space can accommodate them if there were no space everything was completely full then it wouldn't be the possibility for things uh, to arise for uh, actions to take place and so uh, space so accommodates allows all this to uh, to happen actions to take place um, things to um, arise uh, based on their causes and so, in the same way, also the uh, the Buddha, the Buddhahood, then um, uh, allows the uh, um, um, the uh, says the uh, the Bodhisattvas, the uh, exalted, um, the sublime beings, sublime beings that refers to the uh, to the Bodhisattvas, and uh, among them Bodhisattvas. On the pure bumis, that are um, those who are kind of uh, start to expi- experience uh, directly. Wangbudu, the Chachuzambakonzogi, Wangbudu, who can um, experience uh, with their six uh, senses the uh, the Buddhas and the the Buddha qualities and so on. And so it is so because of. Uh, um, mm, And so the um so the the Tathagata is uh the cause for those um um, bodhisattvas to be able to experience <coughs> with uh, their uh, six senses, so those uh, Buddha qualities, in the same way that um, space is uh, the cause of um, um, of things to manifest, actions to take place, in the sense that it accommodates them. Mm-hmm. Tajanjusimbantitoki, Tadi 
So, so here it says that the uh, the Tathagata, so um, one of its function is to act as the cause for the exal exalted six sense faculties of the sublime beings to experience um, uh, their their objects, and so this um, so for the um, this. And so this is explained now in uh, in, um, in greater detail. It says, um, 
Uh, does the so or does it do that that is um um so that explains in uh, in detail uh, in greater detail this um, this point here so it says the word uh, booty means both not made of elements and of meditative power. So, um, and of these here, of meditative uh, power is used. So this comes from uh, Rongton's commentary. And Rongton explained that uh, the term in the root text, Jungmin um, Tibetan, uh, which is um, uh, translated here as, um, what is it? Yeah, not made from elements. So, um, um, so in the so translators, not made of elements also has um, another meaning. So it can mean in Tibetan, Jungmi, not made of elements, or it can mean of a meditative uh, power. That is, uh, those are the, the two uh, kind of a, it's a mastery gain uh, through meditative power. So that's uh, this aspect of not made of uh, elements or uh, this mastery due to uh, meditative power and so this is the second which is uh, used here this mastery uh, resulting from meditative power um, and so um, so this is what uh, Rongton explained in his commentary and so um, so it is the cause by which when the disciples uh, visual faculty is elevated they will see object, the form kaya of Buddhahood, that are of meditative power because they are not composed of atoms of uh, the elements. And so there we have so the, um, um, so the explanation. Why do we use so this uh, expression um, meditative power here to refer to this? Is as that explaining how those uh, sense faculties of these uh, bodhisattvas on the pure bhumis, those uh, extremely pure uh, sense faculties, how they perceive. And so it is said that they are... Um, when uh, the disciple's visual faculty is elevated, so that is those faculties that have... Uh, when we gain this a supreme type of faculties. That is, that um, even those so bodhisattvas have faculties like uh, um, human beings have this type of uh, faculties. Yet, um, even though if it is of the same type, they are uh, a much better, uh, much more refined type of uh, um, of uh, sensory faculties. And so, the um, so the visual so that's why it says here elevated so the visual faculty is elevated that means becomes kind of a supreme kind of visual faculty when it is it has become this kind of supreme visual faculty then they will see objects uh, the form kaya of Buddhahood um, so they are able with these uh, kind of uh, faculties to see objects uh, such as uh, to the visual from the the, the form kayas of the Buddhas start to be able to see that but the thing is those forms which are 
the form kayas of the Buddha, the rupakayas, they are not made of atoms. And so, therefore, those forms that are seen are formed uh, resu resulting from uh, meditative power, the, the form um, sometimes translated as mastered form or form resulting of a meditative power that if you remember in the uh, in the Kenjo the different these five types of uh, uh, form which are um, those um, uh, uh, mental objects and so those um, and so one of uh, those is um, uh, one of those five forms which are uh, mental objects so is uh, the mastered form, and so that is form that are perceived as a result of mastery of uh, meditative um, absorption, and so, and so this is uh, the way to understand this here, the way that those bodhisattvas are perceived with those uh, elevated kind of um, sensory or visual perception, is um, so uh, a perception of. Um, uh, due to meditative power the, of a mastered form that is because the kayas of the Buddhas are not made of atoms and so what is seen is not uh, um, an ordinary form a kind of gross form made of atoms but it is the kayas of the Buddhas and so that's um, how um, it is explained the, uh, the visual uh, the way the visual faculties of those um, bodhisattvas so perceive and in terms of the second uh, <coughs> faculty, uh, the uh, auditory uh, faculty, it says by which the sound they hear will be the excellent speech of the true Dharma beyond characteristics wholesome in that it is not mixed with the Dharmas of the worldly. So then with their um, ears, so they are able to, uh, their elevated ears of those uh, bodhisattvas and the pure Bhumi, they are able to hear the uh, um, um, mm. good story the um this is the like the Hearing the the good words that mean of the Dharma, that is not the ordinary kind of uh, talk or um, stories that we may hear, but they are uh, the sound very much the sound of the of the Dharma, and this is what they are able to to hear, and this is uh, with their uh, eleva elevated uh, faculty. This is what they are um, hearing. Those um, this uh, the sound of the Dharma beyond uh, characteristics. So they will hear, it says, the uh, excellent uh, speech of the true Dharma beyond characteristics, or beyond characteristics, that's a reference, of course, to the uh, Mahayana teachings. But that is also um, expressing uh, the fact that the way that they they hear, the way they receive those uh, Dharma teachings from the from the Buddha, the way they hear those uh, Dharma words of the Buddha is different from the way we perceive them. Mm -hmm. <coughs> 
By which the other um, odor, the smell, with the excellent and agreeable perfume of the Sugata's discipline, wholesome in that it is not contaminated by any wrongdoing. So, uh, what they are able to, uh, what they smell with this um, so elevated um, uh, uh, olfactory faculty, is the. Um, mm, says the excellent and agreeable perfume of the Sugata's discipline so this uh, perfect uh, smell the perfect discipline of uh, the Buddha this is what uh, they perceive uh, with his um, faculty um, and so it is it is pure because not contaminated by any wrongdoing um, so uh, the next one is the uh, says by which the flavor the taste will be the ambrosia like meaning the sub sublime flavor of the sacred dharma that is enjoyed by the great <coughs> noble ones of the greatest capacity so those bodhisattvas and the pure bhumi so experience with their um, uh, faculty tongue faculty the um, um, the ambrosia like meaning of uh, the teachings of the sacred dharma next is the uh, the fifth is the um, 
the physical uh, uh, says by which the physical sensation they feel will be the touch of the great bliss that comes from the suppleness uh, developed by concentration. So what we experience by means of uh, the uh, uh, the body faculty, the kind of is the uh, those uh, physical sensation, but the bodhisattvas with the uh, um, body faculty, they are able to um, experience this uh, great bliss that uh, developed from uh, meditative concentration. And uh, the sixth is the um, the mental uh, faculty, and their mental faculty will uh, rec uh, correctly realize the profound and difficult to understand way in which all phenomena have a no true existence, being from time without beginning in their own essential nature and born. And so the, um, uh, with the mental faculty, uh, this is uh, what they're able to, uh, or the domain of experience of their uh, elevated mental faculty is uh, the, uh, um, the, uh, the true nature of phenomena, their own essential nature, which is uh, to be uh, unborn, and so which is the meaning uh, profound and difficult to understand. And so, yet if one carefully examines and reflects on this using the reasoning which analyzes absolute truth, although it brings about the ultimate benefit for others, which is the experience of the great release of the uncontaminated absolute truth, the Tathagata would also, like uncompounded space, is uh, devoid of the characteristics of birth and rest uh, um, of all uh, reasons or causal factors um, for giving rise uh, to a result. And so, um, so just to explain the uh, just the, the last part is that um, it comes before in the Tibetan, and is that um, and what we said. This is this correspond to what we said earlier. That this uh, sugata gaba, this uh, sugata, the tatagata, is uh, the cause for those um, uh, faculty to experience their particular object. So as was said, so uh, there is um, uh, the, uh, the the eye faculty is experiencing the. Uh, um, um, form resulting from meditative power or the uh, mastered so-called mastered forms the um, with the um, ear they, uh, they hear the uh, excellent speech of the true Dharma beyond characteristics with the um, um, nose faculty so they uh, smell the uh, um, the um, great uh, perfume of the Buddha's perfect discipline with the um, uh, tongue faculty, the tasty ambrosia-like meaning of the uh, t of the sacred dharma, with the uh, the physical or the body faculty, they are able to uh, feel the, uh, the the great bliss that comes from the uh, having well trained in uh, meditative concentration, and with their mental faculty, so they experience um, the uh, profound and difficult uh, to understand way in which all phenomena have no true existence. And so the cause for this is uh, the Buddha. It is because of the Buddha or Buddhahood that those um, can be experienced in this way by those great bodhisattvas and the Bhumi. Um, however, it says yet. Eh, 
呃，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对
which is the experience of the great bliss of the uncontaminated absolute truth, the Tathagata, who does so, um, is a, like uncompounded space. It is devoid of the characteristics of birth and so on. So, the um, <coughs> this uh, so the Datagata uh, is um, the cause, the source for this experience of uh, the uh, great bliss of the uncontaminated absolute truth by those uh, great bodhisattvas. So basically, what um, because what we um, we just saw so how those great bodhisattvas uh, and among the bodhisattvas and the bumis, those on the pure bumis, what they perceive, how do they perceive? So this is what we just described, and what they perceive basically, what they experience is this uh, uh, uncontaminated absolute truth, this great bliss of uncontaminated absolute truth, and the cause for this um, for this <coughs> is the Tathagata. Uh, itself. Without the Tathagata, there wouldn't be any experience by those uh, bodhisattvas of, um, with a visual um, faculty of the uh, the mastered form of the kayas of the Buddha. There wouldn't be any um, uh, experience of the uh, um, the pure um, uh, smell of the uh, of the sugata's uh, discipline. Uh, and so on. So those come about because of the Tathagata. And so the Tathagata is the cause of uh, those experiences by those uh, great beings. And so uh, the, the reason also that we are discussing this is to show that even you know the benefit of others, so that is the benefit of oneself that obviously comes from uh, this aspect of enlightenment, but the, the benefit of others uh, is... Um, uh, comes from uh, the Buddha. The cause it is the cause for it. And if we take uh, for uh, the example, like here, of the most supreme kind of benefit that can be uh, done uh, for others, that is um, the uh, the case of those uh, bodhisattvas on uh, the final stage, on the pure bumis. Then what they experience, what leads them towards enlightenment, what uh, is uh, mm, what they experience is uh, caused by the Buddha. It is the Buddha that manifests to them in those uh, different ways in order to lead them to the state of complete enlightenment. So this is the, the ultimate kind of, uh, the most supreme kind of, you know, help or benefit that is uh, given to uh, sentient beings. That is the one that is given to those uh, supreme uh, bodhisattvas those, uh, on the pure bumis. And so therefore, that uh, so it is a way to show how the the benefit of others also arises from uh, the Buddha comes from the Buddha. Now, having said this, so we come to the text where it says, even though it is the cause, uh, if one carefully examines and reflects uh, on this using the reasoning which analyzes uh, absolute truth, so that is, if we look at um, this Buddhahood, so we just say Buddhahood is the cause for, you know, those uh, perceptions of uh, the Bodhisattvas and the pure uh, Bhumis to unfold. But then when uh, Buddhahood investigated by means of uh, the um, the reasoning that in, uh, analyzes the ultimate truth, that <coughs> looks into the ultimate uh, nature of things, then it is found to be uh, uh, non-existent. It can't be established. And so so he says, although it brings about so the ultimate benefit for others, that is so this benefit that we just you know described for those um, great bodhisattvas on the pure bumis, 
um, which is so the experience of the great bliss of the uncontaminated absolute truth. So by means of those experiences of the um, um, of the uh, kayas of the Buddha, of uh, this uh, smell of the perfect uh, discipline, the ambrosia-like uh, meaning of the sacred dharma, <laughs> and so on. This is basically the experience of the great bliss of the uncontaminated absolute truth. And so, but this uh, Dadagata who does that is um, like uncompounded space, is devoid of the characteristics of birth and, and so on, means of arising, does not arise. That is, so when we investigate by means of this uh, reasoning that um, analyzes the ultimate uh, nature, then it is not found to arise, to arise and see and seize and so on, which are characteristics of causes. So on the one hand, we say that it is a cause, it is the cause for those um, perceptions of the uh, bodhisattvas and the pure boomies to unfold, and at the same time, that uh, when investigating with this um, uh, ultimate analysis, that it, d it is devoid of the characteristics of arising and seizing and dwell and so on. And so, what basically what it means is that it is inconceivable. On the one hand, it acts as a cause, it appears to act as a cause, and on the other hand, then it is uh, devoid of those characteristics of birth and so on. Mm -hmm. うん、あちるてんばんで、ジレマンボヨちゃんドルドナソン。うん、ジタ、ドルドナニャムジギジタジニトビエシニボイジレソチェジュルニボンティニイマルシェプラチャテカンシェナソレは。うん、ジレ、
か自分はサンディギーコースにいるかそれ。えー、なんだ、サンディギーサラダのリバーポンスキンキューマーはサンディギー、ニャンジギー、エナイナ、ニャンボーダンデニシオンで、ナムルギー、ラムセニシオンで、サンディギー、チタキンバチニキンバディアン、コジバニアン、ジャシャ、ナムルギー、ラムチャイヨウ、ダテスギチャネ、カソリ、ヤサンディギー、サタン、ダルシャナヤン、サンディギー、ジタキンビギー、イシティ、ギー、ダパンワリエス、ソルチュラニュー、ディパンワリエス、ジニキンビシティ、ギー、シティパンワリエス、ね。ダメなのかしら。ジタンダンダ、テガパン、ジューシャナ、ジマクロン、ダッパーダユネット、ジャッジ。The two primordial wisdom.、Uh, sorry, so now we come to the detailed explanation. So the,、uh, of this, we are in the section on the, on the function or the,、uh, the action and so of、uh, enlightenment. And so that is the、uh, detailed explanation, which has three sections. And the first is a general introduction to how、uh, the both benefits, benefit of oneself and others, are accomplished. So, the two primordial wisdoms, that which realizes the nature of things in meditation and that which realizes things in all their multiplicity in post meditation, have many functions. But in brief, there are two functions to explain which should be understood. So, there is,、um, so in terms of the, uh, uh, the functions, as it is said, as was mentioned, there are many functions or actions that.、Uh, Uh, that are accomplished, but then in brief, if we just put it in brief, then we talk about the two uh, types of uh, uh, wisdom the,、uh, the wisdom of,、uh, that realizes the nature of things, which is correspond to the、uh, also wisdom of meditation, meditative <coughs> equipoise, and the wi- wisdom that realizes things in、uh, their multiplicity, the wisdom of、uh, post meditation. And so the、uh,
uh, it has many functions. Enlightenment has many functions. Um, however, if uh, you know brought into a uh, kind of a summarize, if you want, or gather. <coughs> So, um, and uh, so to f- further that uh, understanding, understanding, so Campbell was saying that if we say just the two primordial wisdom have many functions, then we could understand also the uh, uh, the two primordial wisdom of the bodhisattvas, because as you know, so we talk about the two uh, primordial wisdom, the wisdom of uh, that realizes the nature of things and the wisdom that realizes things in their multiplicity. So for the Buddhas and for the Bodhisattvas, and those two are you know slightly different, as was explained earlier. But here we're talking about the functions of the uh, of uh, of enlightenment, and so what is um, what we're talking about is more those um, two primordial wisdom of the Buddhas, those uh, omniscient wisdom that uh, realizes the nature of things and the, uh, uh, the the multiplicity. So the uh, uh, enlightened. Um, so those. Uh, so even though so there uh, so uh, enlightenment has many functions. Um, yet so to put it uh, in, uh, in brief, there uh, those two those aspect of the uh, um, the, um, the the wisdom that uh, realizes things in their multiplicity, corresponding more to the uh, to the uh, aspect of uh, uh, meditative equipoise and the wisdom that realizing uh, sorry the uh, realizing things in their true nature correspond to the aspect of meditative equipoise and the wisdom uh, that realizes um, things in their multiplicity in uh, the post meditations and so um, um, the way that um, mm, so there there are the two uh, functions that are um, explained here. And it says, what are they? So, the perfect completion of elimination through the elimination of the emotional obscurations by meditation is the liberation kaya, and the complete purification of realization through elimination of the cognitive obscuration in post-meditation is uh, the dharma kaya. So, um, there is um, talk about so uh, first the uh, the liberation kaya, and the liberation kaya is the uh, 
the result of the elimination of the emotional obscurations and the uh, elimination of the emotional obscurations occurs by means of the uh, uh, the the wisdom that realizes the nature of things <coughs> in uh, the uh, the meditation as a result of this then uh, comes about this what we call the uh, the liberation kaya so the liberation kaya corresponds to this aspect of elimination to this aspect of perfect completion of elimination So, and then there's the, um, the second is the complete purification of realization through the elimination of the cognitive obscuration in post-meditation, which is the Dharmakaya. So this, um, the, there is the, um, uh, the aspect of the, uh, we call Dharmakaya, correspond to the uh, a complete purification of realization, that is, this complete uh, realization, actualizing, of the uh, the primordial <coughs> wisdom, and that happens through uh, eliminating the obscurations by uh, means of the uh, by uh, eliminating cognitive obscurations through the uh, the wisdom that realizes things in their multiplicity <coughs> at the time of uh, the post meditation. サバメビギ天堂ソンサバメビギチェダンニチュコトペトパチェピイシクンラチャビチェダンソンダナムドルギコデサバメビギイジェレチェンダンデニエカソシェジビチェタムチェラチャバルケンバダデニギジェレチェ
Je suis très heureux de vous parler. Je suis très heureux de vous parler. Je suis très de The liberation kaya and the dhammakaya each have their own function with regard to benefit for oneself, making two and one in common. These are as follows. So the benefit for oneself is perfect because the liberation kaya's elimination is complete and it is therefore uncontaminated and the dhammakaya's primordial wisdom of purifying realization is all-inclusive and both of them are entirely in uncompounded from causes and conditions. So, in terms of we talk about so the um, in terms of uh, uh, the, f uh, the function or is uh, those two benefits that are uh, accomplished, and uh, so the benefit for oneself and the benefit for others, and so in terms of uh, the benefit for oneself which is accomplished, then there is um, one a benefit that uh, pertains to the uh, liberation kaya one benefit that uh, relates to the dharmakaya and one which is which uh, is um, in accordance with both that correspond to both which is um, a function of both and so uh, first the benefit uh, for oneself that uh, relates to the liberation kaya is uh, the um, mm, the uh, uncontaminatedness and so being uncontaminated that correspond to this aspect of complete elimination because the liberation kaya is the complete elimination of all obscurations of all negativity it is uncontaminated so there is this um, so one of the its function is the uncontaminated that is this incontaminatedness this absence of all obscurations the uh, benefit for oneself that pertains to the uh, dharmakaya is the uh, uh, purifying realization I say this is all inclusive. So this aspect of uh, uh, all inclusiveness, all pervasiveness, that correspond to um, to the fact that this um, the, uh, the wisdom, this omniscient wisdom, permeates all phenomena, and so it is uh, all pervasive. So this is the the second is uh, all pervasive, and for those who are uh, interested, says a purifying realization. The Tibetan appears to be. Uh, maybe chipe yeshe, but actually should be a jongwe yeshe. Um, the last line again, middle. Um, and so, and then the the, uh, the quality of the uh, f uh, or the fu function, the um, action for the uh, the function for um, one's own benefit which relates to both liberation kaya and dharma kaya is the uncompoundedness 
uh, which correspond to this aspect of being free from causes and conditions. So again, so there is uh, this uh, two benefit for oneself, that, uh, uh, two individual benefit uh, uh, for oneself for each of the kayas, and uh, one uh, in common to both. The uh, individual being the um, uncontaminatedness and the uh, inclusive, uh, inclusiveness or uh, all-pervasiveness. And uh, the, uh, the third one, which is common to both, is the uncompoundedness. And since they are thereby also the very basis for the perfect benefit of others, both kinds of benefit have reached their ultimate extent. So that is also, um, uh, they are also the, uh, um, uh, since they are the basis for the perfect benefit of others also, then there is, uh, um, they accomplish or perfect these two uh, benefits or the, uh, uh, those two kayas also have this aspect of perfecting the uh, um, to benefit or enlightenment. The function of enlightenment is um, um, so in this way perf perfecting the two benefits. In the round of the Tobati, Gabrashembar, the last time you don't need a round of the Punu Tobati, Casa, Pawan de. ね、サバメビギチェレチェンスマラワ。あ、トバデチャビギチェレチェンスマラワ。たデソゲンデニバイ。サミギデンディ、ニモンナミバチャタチェバカビチェナサバ。ニモンバメビギ。ね、だからそ
So now we come to the uh, uh, detailed explanation of uh, first the uh, perfect benefit for oneself. Furthermore, on the subject of that which is uncontaminated, so because the emotions along with the habitual tendencies have stopped, it is without the contamination of the emotions and therefore uncontaminated. So, uh, so that is the uh, um, so the first um, um, aspect uh, qualities for the um, benefit of oneself. Mm, so it has this being uncontaminated, uncontaminated being the absence of all the uh, destructive emotions together with their habitual tendencies. And so it sounds uh, w like we're talking about qualities of enlightenment, but here. Uh, since it is the uh, the topic is uh, the function, so actually uh, in terms of the function, what, uh, we we could phrase it in in, the, in that way in saying that actually it is uh, because of uh, this um, this wisdom that um, the uh, uh, the wisdom that sees uh, so things in their in their nature that um, the uh, uh, destructive emotions cannot arise so this is the function of this aspect of the the wisdom the primordial wisdom that uh, realizes the nature of things is uh, to prevent those uh, destructive emotions from arising this is this correspond to the aspect of elimination so elimination of destructive emotions preventing destructive emotions from arising um, because uh, through knowing the nature of things it is without attachment and through knowing things in all their multiplicity it is without obstruction that primordial wisdom is held to pervade, uh, include all that can be known. And so, there is the uh, um, when um, so this uh, primordial wisdom. So um, so it is said to have uh, those two aspects of uh, being without attachment. Uh, absence of attachment that refers to the absence of destructive emotions, as uh, when you have absence of uh, without attachment and without obstructions. Absence of attachment, absence of obstruction. That uh, when uh, coming together, that is understood as um, the uh, without attachment means without destructive uh, the uh, without emotional obscurations and without obstructions means without uh, cognitive obscurations. And so, because of the uh, the wisdom that realizes uh, things in their uh, true nature, there is no destructive emotions. And because of realizing things in their multiplicity. There is uh, no um, cognitive obscurations, no obstructions. Then uh, that primordial wisdom is held to pervade uh, all uh, that can be known, and so this is this aspect of all pervasiveness, this uh, quality or this function of all pervasiveness that was uh, that we just mentioned. That is that it uh, through it is the wisdom that pervades uh, throughout phenomena knows uh, all phenomena in that pervading in the in the way of of knowing. Or phenomena. Mm -hmm. So that. And since both of these are of a nature that is at all times ever imperishable or unchanging, they are uncompounded. And so uh, this uh, so corresponds to the next uh, quality, this quality of being. Um, uh, unperishable or um, uh, stable, and so that is um, uh, because of being uncompounded. So again, so we have uh, those um, um, 
three uh, qualities for the benefit of uh, oneself. Mm -hmm. One that pertains to the uh, liberation kaya, that is uh, the aspect of uh, being uncontaminated, that particular function of uh, uncontaminatedness. The, uh, the second uh, function is the function of the uh, dharmakaya, which is uh, the um, uh, all-pervasiveness. And the third is the function that is common to both, and that is the uncompoundedness. Jungasta Samigi le 
मारिक भाषा के हिसाब में भी शिवाचे मारिक भाषा के नाम में भी शिवाचे तो नहीं ये रांची की क्या में भी तापाचे समी चाबी रुकी चिपो में भी पोआ में बात से नहीं तो नंबर शीला रागसोरे तुम्हारे सेंगिंग दी तो चिपा में बात चिपी चिपा में बात दी खारी की चिपा में बात से तो नंबर शीली चिपा में बात तेरा तुम्हारे सालिदेंदी चीनी शिया बात है तो हालांकि खासी उस खम की कब्जे में चिक ड्रोस में आता है तो हम डाबू ना उड़ने दोगा सो सेस इन दिस रिगार्ड सो दैट इज एक्सप्लेनिंग द लास्ट पॉइंट दी दैट इट इज अनपेरिशेबल इस क्वालिटी ऑफ बीइंग इनपेरिशेबल and it says, while imperishability is given in brief as the reason for their being uncompounded, that imperishability is explained in details through stability and so on, that is to say, peacefulness, permanence, and being without transfer. So, um, so um, this is uh, just uh, so in brief here it, it says that. Um, um, it is just uh, imperishable that correspond to this aspect of uncompoundedness uh, um, uh, is imperishability. It's just that's all it says, and that's just a, a brief way of putting it. But if we want to look a little bit deeper into this, what does imperishable means? Why do we say that it is imperishable? Then it says to amplify this, perishable should be understood in terms of four ways by which something perishes. So. Um, when we talk about imperishable, that is the opposite of perishable. So, uh, in order to understand this uh, imperishability uh, uh, further, then we need to look at what uh, perishable means. And there are um, four ways in which uh, something uh, perishes. And so these are the, um, the opposites of um, stability uh, and so on, because they are respectively unstable, not peaceful, impermanent, and involving uh, transference. And so those uh, four uh, qualities of uh, being unstable, being not peaceful, being impermanent, and involving some uh, transference are uh, what we call being uh, perishable, the qualities of uh, perishability, perishable things. Um, and so, and we say that the, so the, um, this enlightenment, this ultimate career is imperishable so means it is the opposite of those four how is it the opposite of those four why are we saying that well aging is the decay or and decomposition that happens when the compounding of uncontaminated actions ripens so again we are uh, discussing so those uh, uh, those four points of uh, uncontaminated uh, and tainted actions uh, the uh, um, the uh, the ground of the habitual tendencies to ignorance, the uh, the mental body, and the uh, unconceivable death. So those uh, those four aspects. So first is the aspect of uh, untainted actions, and um, so there is so the first aspect of perishability is uh, the um, is that it is not uh, stable in the sense that um, it is. Um, there is this aspect of uh, aging and decay, decomposition. There's the decay, the decomposition that happens, and so the uh, uh, in, um, uh, the um, uh, ultimate kaya is being the opposite of this. Um, so is uh, um, 
uh, stable. It is not sta unstable in the sense that it doesn't decay or decompose um, as all the phenomena that result as um, of that are the result of the untainted um, actions. The uh, the next point is uh, the sickness, which is um, when there is a change on the level of the tendencies to uh, to ignorance. So the uh, the tendencies to ignorance, or the ground of the uh, habitual tendencies to ignorance. So when there is a, a change at that level, then there are uh, different manifestations, such as the uh, the sickness. And so, uh, the um, at the level of Buddhahood, there is a complete pacification of those habitual tendencies, of the ground of the habitual tendencies to ignorance, a complete pacification, therefore, of all uh, sickness, and so of all those uh, kind of uh, changes. And so um, that's why it is said to be uh, peaceful as a second uh, quality to uh, imperishability. Um, birth is when the mental body uh, from a former existence <coughs> has been interrupted, uh, interrupted, changes and constitutes the next life. And so there is uh, the third aspect <coughs> is the, um, the aspect of uh, uh, impermanence that is related to birth when... Um, so the mental body from a former existence um, has been uh, interrupted, ceases, and changes into uh, something else, into another mental body, into the next life. And so this also is not uh, present at the level of Buddhahood, and so therefore it is uh, permanent. And the last aspect is um, the um, death and transmigration, is when the inconceivable change um, of uh, covering uh, occurs so um because the sangi mitjabe gobas na dichi kaba sangi mitjabe kaba sibko sangi mitjabe kupe gyorwa kaba kupe ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
Kirpa in um, in Tibetan so has uh, there's two meanings. One, so his uh, kirpa is covering, like as as wearing clo uh, clothes when you wear clothes, so you're covered with, uh, you know, clothes. So that's one meaning of kirpa. The other is when you have a, uh, a sickness, and so you are you are hit by a, by a sickness, and so you're uh, in that sense. Also, those are the two ways. Uh, but uh, <laughs> ペッセンドロックに、ちょっとね、グッセイとね、うん。あれでは。で、あ、髪焼きくれてたちもあれ、こう、こう髪焼きくれてたちもあれ、こう、こう、こう、こう、こう、こう、こう、こう、こう、こ
ตันนำสินสาเรสัมสัมจิโตรวะตันสินตันสินกิจุยลตันสินกิปะสอยวงบุตุกิตันสินเอรวงบุตุกิจุยลสินสนะนำจุยลลาตินิกุนซุปตัน
It, it is in a similar way uh, that the two kayas of Buddhahood are the cause due to which, as the objects or purview of the six senses of bodhisattvas who are described as being stable because they have practiced the path of joining which removes the, the obscurations to uh, seeing. The kayas of Buddhahood, um, encompassing relative and absolute, are perceived and the qualities accomplished or uh, the many uncontaminated qualities arise or appear. So this is what again we've uh, we've explained earlier how those um, um, experiences by the uh, the six uh, faculties of uh, the bodhisattvas come about arise because of the uh, uh, of of the Buddha. It is the, like the basis for those two uh, those perceptions uh, to rise in the uh, uh, through the six faculties of the bodhisattvas, and so therefore are uh, the um, the source for the benefit of others. Mm-hmm. うーん、こんにも、こんにも。で、だ、ディバメバスにドアで触ってなのな。で、触ってなのな、ディバメバスにロンドンギ、ペズルギディバメバスにジャルトウソンで。ディバメビジョワ、テンバスにドアで、ペ
this um, uh, Dibba Mepa in the uh, in the Tibetan, this absence of obscurations, which is uh, so the uh, uh, joining jaw is more like the um, mm, um, reaching to you know through uh, through actions what you you do in, you know reaching at uh, reaching or to the uh, um, attaining this uh, absence of obscuration, and here it says that this is uh, something that rather than the path of uh, joining and it's not so much the path of joining, but rather understood as, um, as you know, reaching to the state of uh, being unobscured, you know. And so when you're unobscured, then you're able to see um, the, um, those kayas of the Buddhas and so on. So you're uh, able to have this uh, perception because of having removed the obscuration. So that's all um, has been said um, here in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the commentary. But then uh, Rontan him himself adds... Uh, a little bit more to this, and says that actually this reaching to the uh, uh, the also this uh, absence of obscuration uh, is um, um, the <laughs> It is the so what he uh, what he says is this um, reaching to the uh, to an absence of obscuration with uh, effort. This is what uh, Rangton is saying. You reach Jorwa is like reaching to this uh, absence of uh, obscuration, so this unobstructedness uh, uh, that is. Um, with effort, yeah. Is, um, so this here we didn't mention whether it was with effort or not, uh, uh, no effort. There's just saying that you know there's no obscuration, therefore you're able to see the uh, the kayas and so on to have these kind of perceptions. But Rongton adds that actually that kind of you know um, unobstructedness, that capacity to see the kayas and so on, is something that is that requires um, effort. That is, uh, you know. Like ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジョーディ。ジ
Effortlessly get to see the, the kayas. Get to would be a translation for Jawa. And so this, the get to see the uh, the kayas, um, because so it is the, the Buddhas that, uh, you know, um, as, we, as we've said, um, allow the, uh, the Bodhisattvas uh, to see those kayas. It is because of the, uh, um, of the Buddhas that they are able to, to, uh, to see uh, those uh, kayas. So this... Uh, Unobstructed vision of the kayas, unobstructed experiences, uh, are um, effort effortless in the sense that the uh, Buddha doesn't uh, do anything in particular. There's no effort on the side of the Buddha in order to project those to their perceptions. So it is this um, uh, effortless would be understood in this way. Mm-hmm. But it's not a major point, and uh, just to say here, mentioning how. Uh, how those uh, you know great masters uh, explain you know the texts such as you know Rongten or and 
not to say, well, you know, some are right, some are wrong, but just, you know, um, mentioning how those great masters understand it. So we'll stop here today.